नमस्ते प्रेयर्स एंड मेडिटेशन एंड इफ वी हैव टू गिव ए टाइटल टू टूडेज प्रेयर वी कैन कॉल इट द सोर्स ऑफ होप होप इज द फर्स्ट लाइट दट इज शोन इन द डार्कनेस ऑफ इनकॉन्शियंस वी सी इन सावित्री वेन डेथ हैज समर्स्ड एवरीथिंग इन टू अटर डार्कनेस At that point of time, the first torch that Savitri lights up is hope, and the moment hope comes, then death feels a torture and everything begins to change. So it's very important in life to keep hope, because if hope is gone, then actually for that moment, at least from our point of view, everything is gone. Now we must remember that even when everything is gone, there is still someone who is there in the darkness. We may not see, but hope is so important and the source of hope is neither in humanity neither in something outside us neither in all the um, technological advances uh, because even if all these things are wonderful we'll still be subject to uh, our ignorance even if man could prolong his life for 1000 years if we remain ignorant if we remain in a state of division and discord then this thousand years life is going to become a hell for us so the source of hope we shall read it's a prayer dated january 29 january 29 it is because of thy presence in each being O divine master of love that every man even the most cruel can be accessible to pity and that even the vilest respects as if in spite of himself honor and justice so the source of hope is the divine within man even the most wicked the greatest scoundrels and history of uh, spiritual evolution is full of such uh, very radical conversions should be to speaks of the divine compassion the divine grace where we never expect that such a person could change and the famous story he quotes is one of them is jagai and madhai of infamous fame who would drink who would uh, Uh, throw stones at all the sadhus and try to um, threaten everybody extort money and then they encountered suddenly uh, lord chaitanya and coming in contact with lord chaitanya they undergo a great change they leave their kingdom they leave their money and start join his sankirtan we have in indian thought another story of a similar kind and that story is of uh, uh, valmiki who is a dacoit ratnakar and later on he changes into valmiki when he is confronted by one of the rishis who makes him reflect upon his life upon his actions and suddenly his life undergoes a sea change um, in the english in the western context i i think the story of saul of tarsius and saint augustine all these are stories that however much we may be uh, we may have uh, gone into the deep dense darkness of ignorance how much ever our feet may be ne- we may be neck deep sunk into 
uh, all that is unspeakable and yet because of the divine presence there is hope so the source of hope is the divine presence in man and she is referring to him as the master of love the divine has many aspects but as love he gives hope mother describes this experience in agenda much later where she sees all the titans and he see, she sees in even in them at the core there is divine love and so when she is asks uh, she is asked um, when will the adverse forces go she says they will yield only to the power of divine love so it is this energy this force that we have to hold within ourselves the energy of love we already have but we have to awaken we have to refine we have to purify get it rid of all the dross of selfishness petty satisfactions desires lust greed etc uh, and then we will see that this energy becomes all powerful and this is the energy that saves us from evil and it can even convert the most cruel person and it is because of this that even the worst of even the worst of criminals and offender somewhere he justifies his action he thinks that what he is doing is justice so he has respect for honor and justice at the same time he accepts when something is done and he believes somewhere in some kind of a justice even if that justice he believes he has to met out to others and he also there is in even in the worst of people some kind of a sense of self respect and honor it is thou who from beyond all conventions and prejudices lightest with a special light divine and pure all that we are and all that we do and showest us the difference between what we realize and what we could be it is the divine love the divine love is not bound to any of our that it's completely non judgmental it's not bound to any of our notions of right wrong good evil it is beyond it and it doesn't uh, it has no prejudices and it pours equal love to all only some will open towards it and some are close towards it when people are close towards it still the divine love acts and sometimes in a tremendous intensity it can break open the door but otherwise that is the only difference between one human being and another some are open and some are closed so when the doors open to the divine love then we realize it makes us humble and it makes us realize the big gap that is there between what we are but at the same time shows us what we could be uh, mother says that you know we tend to hide our mistakes our defects and we try to put off a show she says the reason is because we do not trust in the grace and then she says what why we do not trust in the grace because we feel that our defects are too much for even the divine grace to handle and then she says if we really knew grace if we really knew this love which is active in creation we will know that she never condemns or judges and there is nothing which is impossible for this divine love to achieve once we hand over ourselves in her hands so she says that then we would when we realize or discover our mistakes we would be uh, enthusiastic to efface them because we know that we have within us that power of love that uh, power of divine love which can completely efface it and make life anew so it shows us the difference between what we realize and what we could be thou art the 
I mean, divine love takes us towards the ultimate union. So even if the soul is united, it shows us the mind is not yet united, the vital is not yet united, even if these parts are united. Because love is that power of union. It shows us the body is not united. Even if the, if the body consciousness is united, the cells are not united. So it is the one which keeps showing us what is not yet united with the Lord and hence what we could be. Thou art the insuperable limit opposed to the excess of evil, to the darkness and the ill will. Nothing can go beyond past thee. And if we know how to live in this divine love, to live by this divine love, then there is no ill will, no hatred, no bad will, nothing which can touch us because he is the insuperable limit. Thou art the living hope in every heart of possible and future perfections. On the contrary, whatever comes and touches this atmosphere of divine love, uh, that's why uh, there is nothing which can, you know, the bhakta, there is nothing impossible, Shirobindo says, for a bhakta, because he is the favorite of the divine, he is the very self of the divine beloved, and he is the favorite of the divine, and he is always surrounded by this love, and even if some bad will comes, it is either changed or it goes back. To the all the fervor of my adoration. So she is adoring this divine love and invoking its presence in our life. Thou art the door accessible to our conception which leads towards unsuspected and inconceivable splendors, the splendors which will be progressively revealed to us. It is only when we pass through this door, the door of the heart, the door of the divine love, that there are no limits to our realization. Thou art the door accessible to our conception. See, when we talk about the impersonal divine, it's something very abstract. The divine without qualities, without form, formlessness, universality, Brahman, all this is beyond the human conception. But when we speak of the divine as being, whom we can love, whom we can relate to as father, mother, brother, friend, uh, sister, child, master, lover, beloved, teacher, so then we discover that there is he comes very close to us because that is something we can easily conceive. So she is describing him as accessible to our conception, which leads towards unsuspected and inconceivable splendors. Even though the conception is accessible to us, the door leads us towards things which we had never even imagined, which we had never known could come walking through this door. Because to the one who loves the divine, and for the divine love pouring upon an individual, there is nothing which is impossible. Because all comes ultimately in yoga through identification. And the power that can lead us swiftly towards the identification, towards the union, is divine love. These splendors which will be progressively revealed to us. So this is the door through which we can go uh, towards the great future. And this great future is not just the union of the soul with the divine, not just some experience or realization of the impersonal or the personal or the suprapersonal, uh, 
और ऑल द ट्रांसजेंडेंट डिवाइन बट दिस पावर ऑफ लव विल लीड अस अल्टीमेटली टू एन इंटीग्रल यूनियन विद द डिवाइन नॉट ओनली ऑफ द सोल बट ऑल्सो द माइंड लाइफ एंड बॉडी विच इज अ थिंग ऑफ द फ्यूचर सो वील रीड दिस प्रेयर अगेन जनवरी ट्वेंटी नाइन नाइनटीन फोर्टीन इट इज बिकॉज ऑफ दाई O divine master of love that every man even the most cruel can be accessible to pity and that even the vilest respects as if in spite of himself honor and justice it is thou from who it is thou who from beyond all conventions and prejudices lightest with a special light divine and pure all that we are and all that we do and showest us the difference between what we realize and what we could be thou art the insuperable limit opposed to the excess of evil to the darkness and the ill will thou art the living hope in every heart of possible and future perfections do thee all the fervor of my adoration thou art the door accessible to our conception which leads towards unsuspected and inconceivable splendors the splendors which will be progressively revealed to us this is the promise of the future